0: Well, good morning. Here we are on Thursday, November 1st. You can hear the train roaring in the background. It's one of my favorite, favorite sounds. We grew up not too far from the train. It's just a sound I miss hearing. Love hearing it in the morning. Just glad I'm not stuck behind it on my way to work. So in my kitchen, I have a little motivational board. I'm going to attach the picture of this so you all can see it because it's hilarious. Um, I like to put quotes or different things uh, for my, me and my family to see as we go throughout our week, and it says, "Today is the first day of the rest of your life and underneath it, my daughter wrote, We need butter, go grocery shopping. Is that not life There it is happiness, motivation, and reality all slapping up against each other, competing for our space. Um, I have to say, you know, I didn't want to show up today um not even as the best version of myself as any version of myself. I, I literally feel like sometimes, well, I truly believe that our physical bodies manifest what our emotional and spiritual bodies are going through. And I'm not the only person who thinks that I'm pretty sure there's sound science to back that up. You know, when you're angry, they say you can uh, draw your blood and the chemistry of our blood actually changes when we're angry. So that means all these thoughts that we think that are rolling through our heads are physically manifesting in our body. Um, I'm not entirely sure if you were to ask me what the point of this podcast is. Um, I, I I couldn't tell you. I just know that <clears throat> I felt called to share what I have to say because we all have a voice and I think for a really long time, I silenced mine, probably out of fear. Um, I'm such a people pleaser. I want to make everybody happy in my life. I want everyone to love me and approve of me. And so maybe I realized that the louder my voice was, the more opposition I received. So maybe I just learned to put my head down and, you know, not really get too involved in making, you know, an opinion one way or another. Um, as to not offend anyone anyway that's kind of a crazy thought for another day but the reality is I've realized very much this week that I do I have a voice and God gave me that voice and it has something to say and I want to share my journey I really just you know I've been stuck for a really long time in the same place And I decided about a year ago, I found, um, one of my journals, excuse me, I am fighting off cold this week. Um, I found one of my journals and I read, it was an old journal from five or six years previous. And I actually saw, I, I found it and read it and it just, it was so depressing because it literally said the exact same things in my own words, um... I I was struggling. I was fighting the same battle that I had been fighting five years before, saying the exact same things. I mean, you want to talk about depression. That was really depressing. And I think that's really what started my journey on self-growth and wanting to make an improvement in my life, was realizing that what I was doing, and you know, the funny part about that is that's not the first time in my life that a journal of mine changed my life. I remember when I was in my 20s as well, I lived with my grandparents for a summer. I've always been relatively decent about journaling. I've always liked journaling. Um, It's a good release to just say what you gotta say, work through some stuff. And I remember um, I, I lived with my grandparents for a summer and I for whatever reason decided to read through my journals. And it was just so shocking. I was able to realize give myself a therapy session. I, I literally do the same things. All my relationships were the same on repeat. Insert person, insert story, insert same outcome. You know, I was just doing the same thing over and over again and it was just really eye opening. So I realized I needed to stop dating and figure some things out about myself before I continued to just do the same thing over and over again. Um and I didn't date for three or four years in my twenties. It was pretty for me that was crazy because I was a chronic dater. I always needed a boyfriend or a love interest to validate my my life or uh who I was or what I was seeking. And I don't know where that comes from, but you know, that's probably a session for my counselor and not for my audience. But anyway, um And, you know, I guess the cool thing about that was at the end of that is the next person I dated was my husband. And we've been together for, geez, I think 14 years dating. And uh, we just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary this June, which is pretty awesome. Um, So, you know, it's not the first time in my life that journaling made me realize, wow, you are just doing the same thing on repeat. Do it over and over again. I mean, definitely the definition of insanity. So... You know, I decided to try something different and to do something for myself and to just start to pursue change in my own life. And I think, you know, so many of us who are in relationships, I really truly believe with all my heart we do this. We get so focused on our spouse and um, I definitely... I'm am, am reading uh, "Girl, Wash Your Face" by Rachel Hollis. It's an amazing book, and if if any of the stuff I talk about resonates with you, like you really should get her book. She's she's just amazing and inspiring. Um, but anyway, I think that a lot of women, I think maybe we're even just programmed from a young age to be, you know, if our spouse isn't happy or all the people in our lives aren't happy, then we're not a good girl and we don't get the praise, which I just think is a really powerful. Thing to not only realize and think about for yourself, but then to start thinking about how we're treating the little ladies in our life and making sure that we're not doing that same thing to them, so I think that a lot of us when we get um we get so focused on our spouses and making sure that they're happy or that you know all their needs are met um or you know like I said pleasing everybody else that we actually you know we get so focused on them. We have no control over them. You have absolutely no control over another human being. Um, I was listening to uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. He is amazing. He's written lots of books. He's got podcasts. Seek him out if you are on a journey for truth. I really have enjoyed, uh, you know, he really helps me bring the best version of myself as well. He told the story where he talked about um, your power going out in your house and you lost your keys in the living room and so you're in the living room and you're looking for your keys and it's pitch black and you realize you're never gonna find your keys and then you see outside that there's a street light and you're like oh huh there's a light out there i'm gonna go look for my keys out there because there's light out there and so you're out there looking for your keys and then your neighbor comes along and is like oh hey what are you looking for And you say hey i'm looking for my keys and so they start helping you look for your keys and after a few minutes they're like, where did you drop your keys? And you say, oh, I dropped them inside. And they look at you like you're insane and say, well, why are you looking for them out here? And your answer is because there's light out here. That is what we are doing, friends, when we are seeking to improve our life through other people. If you need your spouse to do something for you to be happy, if you need your mother, your sister, your mother-in-law, you know, if you need somebody outside of you to do something in order for you to be happy, that is you looking for your keys out under the streetlight when they are lost under your couch in the pitch black house. You have to turn to yourself within yourself and work on yourself, you know, bringing the best version of yourself into each of those relationships. That's what's going to make change. That's what's going to change your life. That's what's going to bless other people's lives is by the best version of you showing up, uh, for everyone around you. And I think that so many of us feel like it, I know I did. I feel like I'm horrible at taking time for myself, for me to pour into my own cup. I feel like I don't have time for that, but I'm really realizing I don't, I can't afford not to anymore. Because you cannot pour from an empty cup And my cup wasn't even empty I think it had cracks and holes on the bottom And I just kept trying to fill it up So I could pour out You just, you cannot That is not the best version of you That is not you showing up for the people in your life Um, And it is really funny Because if you don't show up for your life You don't show up for their life And this is a fun story So about, I think it was like two weeks ago um, I I had a morning where I was like, okay, you know, we're doing this last 90 days, getting up an hour early. And this morning I decided, nope, I'm not showing up to my life today. I had the alarm set early and I just decided, no, I'm not doing it. Isaac doesn't have to get to daycare crazy early. I'm just turning it off. I'm just going to sleep in. So I got up when I felt like getting up, and I sat in bed and I started doing my devotions. And I'm just all snuggly in bed with my Bible and a cup of coffee, and I hear this sound come from Cora—that's my 11-year-old's room—and it kind of took me a to surprise and scared me because Cora's usually at school. But guess what? <laughs> Cora's not at school because when I decided not to show up for my life. I decided to not show up for Cora's life. I forgot to get my eleven-year-old up, put her on a bus, and send her to school. Like I just skipped by hitting by turning my alarm off and and being so caught up in whether or not I was going to show up for my own life. I completely spaced out. That yeah, if I don't show up for my life, I'm not showing up for her life either. And we had, I mean, she looked in my room and we had a great laugh, right? Because she's like, why do you look so surprised to see me? And I was, because I forgot about you, my precious, precious princess. I completely forgot that I needed to parent you this morning and whether or not I want to get up when that alarm goes off, if I don't show up for myself... How am I showing up for her? If I don't show up for myself, how am I showing up for my three and a half year old? How am I showing up for my husband or any of the people in my life? How can I show up for them if I'm not showing up for me? And so that's really what all of this has been about is just learning to show up for myself and and truly trying to show up for myself as the best version of myself. And and like I said, this week, I, I feel like that I feel like emotionally and um spiritually I'm having, you know, these amazing breakthroughs and I'm I'm getting there. Um and again I was listening to a different podcast the other day and uh I feel like it might have been Tony Robbins, but he was talking about self-sabotage and when you you know, it's like imagine your body is a thermostat. You're always set to let's say 68. So if you start dropping down to 66, you start eating a lot of fast food, maybe drinking, smoking, not working out, whatever, you, you're you dropping below what is your norm. You're going to catch yourself and say, hey, we, we got to raise this back up. This isn't who I am. But on the flip side of that is where self-sabotage comes in. If you're used to functioning at 68 and you start functioning at 70, your body is going to be like, whoa, hey, what's going on here? This is not what we normally do. And then we do these behaviors to sabotage ourselves and our success and bring it back down to 68 where we're comfortable. And I really feel like right now in my life, I'm raising the temperature a good one to two degrees on my daily life. And last week, I could just feel it. I just felt emotionally exhausted as I shed some layers of some really old stagnant beliefs about myself about life about a lot of things and yeah I literally feel like this I I, whatever this cold is that I have it's the weirdest cold I've ever had I'm just tired Um, I know there's stuff in my chest I cough and I sneeze a little bit but like outwardly I don't feel very sick but inwardly like I know that there is a virus it's like draining the battery slowly. All I want to do, all I've wanted to do all week is literally crawl in bed, pull the blankets over my head, watch a bunch of Grey's Anatomy, and um, not really show up to my life. I, I just, I don't know. So like I said, not even not show up as the best version of myself. Like I really haven't wanted to show up at all. So I think that my body realized, hey, you're it's like, she's doing this. She's changing folks. She's changing it. We got to do something like pull out the brakes. All right. Physically, we're going to get sick. We're going to drag it down. And I, I do, I feel a little discouraged, a little frustrated, but you know, I got up this morning and my husband called from work. He gets up ridiculously early. He gets up at like 4.30 in the morning. So he called me on his morning break and asked how I was doing. And I was honest. I said, I'm, I'm miserable. I feel like I'm failing. I feel so frustrated, I'm tired, and I don't want to be tired. And I feel like I'm not mentally pulling myself out of this. And I, you know, just beating myself up. And he said, Well, what you probably need is to just be in bed and rest. I know that's not what you want to hear. But that's probably what you need to do. And it was just so encouraging to hear um, someone speak. And, And that's what i'm saying about spouses and stuff right when we bring our best self into our relationship they bring their best self as well right there was a time where my husband and i spoke so much negativity into each other's lives you know why do we treat the people that we love the most the absolute worst why do we think it's okay to say the most hurtful and horrible things to people that we love with every ounce of our being it's it's just craziness um You know, it was amazing for me to hear him say, hey, take it easy. Just, I give you permission to take it easy. It definitely, it took the pressure off and made me realize, okay, he's right. This isn't me failing. I'm sick. So, okay, maybe the best version of me isn't showing up this week. But hey, (laughs) this has been like his mantra all week. Suit up and show up. I am suiting up and showing up this week. Maybe it's not my best dressed self. Maybe it is not the most positive, outgoing, I got this, whatever, but that's okay. Maybe this week my body needs a recovery week. Maybe this week my body just needs a moment to adjust that internal temperature because we're not used to living the way that we are. So um, it's okay. It's okay to take time. I'm still doing things that I normally wouldn't. I did actually work out even though I feel like garbage because I sort of forced myself to Um, you know, it's just, it's okay to let your body recover, but just continue to suit up and show up and, and try to bring your best self every day. But if you can't, you know, at least show up, just show up to your life. Because if you're not showing up to your life, you're not showing up for the people around you and the people around you need you. And if you're not the best version of yourself, hopefully you're surrounding yourself with people who do help you raise the bar, who do bring you up that level, who do encourage you and speak. I mean, the power of life and death are in the tongue. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head what proverb that is, but it's so powerful. It's so powerful. I think of how many times in my life I have spoke death into others, you know, my tongue can be so sharp and it can be so quick. Um, It's so much more powerful to speak life into people, to encourage, to build them up rather than point out all of our failures. Cause, cause come on friends, we do this enough to ourselves. So, you know, I just, I think that it's just, that's my message today is, is, you know, you just got to suit up, you got to show up and you got to speak life into those around you and you got to speak life into yourself. I, I, Told my husband how I was feeling. After we got off the phone, I had a good cry. I took a nice hot bath, listened to some praise music, and I prayed. And I said, "Okay, God, I, I don't know what's going on with me this week, but I, I'm I feel like I can't power through this. I feel like I can't get my brain to talk myself, you know, into the positive side of this. And I just I need your help. And I I hope and pray that I I think." Probably, I'm going to guess after a phone call, my husband prayed for me as well, but I feel so much better. So I'm dressed, I'm ready for work. Maybe I'm not going to be a cheerleader today, you know, doing cartwheels and high jumps for everyone, but I'm not going to be a negative um, life sucker either. I'm just, I put my suit on, I'm suited up, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do my best and understand that some days my best is more powerful than other days and that's okay. Um, Just keep showing up. Show up for yourself so you can show up for others and stay focused on you and not everyone around you and what they're doing or not doing. Just focus on you and what you can do today. What can you do today to make today a great day? What can you do today to show up for the people around you who love you and support you and how can the best version of you show up even when it's not, you know, doesn't have to be all dressed up for the prom, even if it's just dressed and out of bed, just uh, do your best to show up today. So hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day and I will talk to you next week.